0: Hello, Mima.
1: Good morning. How are you?
0: I'm good. We're in a new location for me today, so I apologize ahead of time.
1: Well, I'm going to sit in my same location because at some point, I want everybody to know what's behind me, but that's a special time. I know. We'll get there. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. Yes. Crazy week.
0: Yeah, but a good week.
1: Yes, very good week. Every day's a good day.
0: <laughs> All right. Do you have an icebreaker question or do you want me to start it off? Either way. You seem excited. Okay. What is your icebreaker question, Mima?
1: Let's go age before beauty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you win them both. So Okay, so here's the question. What would you like to be
0: remembered for? What would I like to be remembered for? I think I would like to be remembered for making a true difference in someone's life. Even if it's just one person, I would like to be remembered for making a positive change and difference in their life.
1: Excellent for a quick thought. Excellent. That's really a good one because that's kind of mine. Okay. What is yours? I would like to be remembered by having you put a smile on your face. When you think of me in 25 years, you'll smile.
0: I think you're doing a good, you're, you're getting there on that one, for I sure. Am, I'm not there yet. Okay, I'll work on it. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes I do things and I have the meme on the back of my head going, Krisney, don't don't
1: be doing this. You remember that. You remember, I do. just, you know, you're not close enough to grab you by the neck and say, hey, kid, listen here, mm-hmm. but I'm in your head.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, especially, what was the quote that you said before mm. I left college? Nothing good happens after midnight. Correct.
1: That's Pawpaw. Nothing good happens after midnight. It doesn't. No. You
0: know, No. No. And any time I would stay out way later than I should. It never ended well. And I would always say like, Oh, well, my meemaw told me nothing good happens after midnight.
1: And especially in today's world, when we see what's going on internationally, after midnight is when all the crazies come out.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, mine is not as uh, deep as yours. But I am like super interested to know what your answer would be. But if you could have any superpower... What would your superpower be?
1: <laughs> I'll
0: take a water break here. Um,
1: I would love to be able to fly. Yeah. And just hover over everything and just watch what's going on like a, like a, a drone. I'd like, to, yeah, I mean, think about it. To just be able to just stand up and, and just fly. I would like yeah. to fly as a super human being, a super meemaw. A super meemaw. <laughs> With wings. Of course.
0: To watch okay, so not like a cape. Is. You want like full wings.
1: Oh, I need the cook, full costume, the cape, the tights, the leggings. I have to be a really tight thing around here because this all changes as you get older. And so, uh, you know you know, gravity happens. It doesn't anymore. It falls down. So what can I tell you? So I need the whole, the whole enchilada. (laughs) All right.
0: (laughs) If I could have any superpower, honestly, I would love to be able to read people's minds. I would love to be able to know what people are thinking.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Then there would be no surprise.
0: Yeah. But I, but I think you can turn it on and off. If you want surprises, you can have surprises. But I I think it would be really interesting to know the genuine thoughts that happen in people's heads.
1: That's very interesting because I kind of feel like if everything were perfect and you understood what went on in people's minds, Bubby, we'd have nothing to talk about.
0: This is very true. If true.
1: Perfect, We'd have nothing to talk about. So the world has to be imperfect in certain ways. So we're able to try to communicate with each other. Not that we're going to succeed, but try. <laughs> All
0: right. That's a fair point. I might have to change my superpower in the future, but that's no. where I'm at right now.
1: If that's what you want, then I think I've always heard, be careful what you ask. yeah, Because I truly believe if everything were perfect, we would have no nothing to discuss. It's true. You know? Or
0: we'd have to create things to talk about, which is not healthy either
1: no and again in today's world it's right in front of you there's plenty to talk about <laughs>
0: yes there's we put way too much out there to talk about
1: yes we do have, do we have any questions from your listener? we have a
0: cup like we have a we have a, quite a few questions actually mm-hmm. um, yes so we'll start off with some questions from mckenna who's 24 and she has quite a few questions for the memo. Mm-hmm. um But she is in a place right now in her life, some backstory of where these questions live. She's in a place right now with her life where she is seeing someone and she likes who she's seeing, but she doesn't know if she wants to introduce him to the family and she doesn't know if the mom will like it. And that causes a lot of anxiety for her in this relationship. And so she asked um, first off, what are good qualities to look for in a partner when you're first dating them? Like, what are some things that you should be looking for that you will see that, oh, this is a person I do want to take home to meet my family?
1: Well, you know, that's a really involved question McKenna asked, because I, I really think that everybody wants their family's approval on their relationship. Mm-hmm. Most families are accepting of your choices, no matter what they are.
0: <laughs> my family is that way.
1: What I said, my family is that way. Right. I mean, I would hope that a family would be very receptive to your choice and welcome it. Having said that, not everybody accepts you your choice of a partner. So what? she wants as a partner is all about McKenna and all about the individual Mm -hmm. and all about your mindset and what you're thinking. So to take it into a broader spectrum, the first thing is how does that person treat me? Because I require respect as an individual. Yes. I give it to everyone and I expect it in return. Mm -hmm. If I don't get it, I step away from that person. Make an about face and run. Number two, your opinion counts. No matter what that opinion is, the person I have a relationship with hopefully will be able to listen to my opinion. And Papa is getting his coffee right now and he's hearing that response. (laughs) Would that be correct, Papa? Whatever you say. Ah, smart man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Papa says, whatever I say goes. And this is something that Papa has told all the guys in the family to have the best relationship. Whatever she says, it's okay. But that's finalizing the relationship. Okay. So respect, my opinion, and a a compassionate side. Hmm. Not only to me, but to other people. So I want a person that tries to understand what someone else is thinking, rather than always trying to impress you with what they're thinking. Yes. Also, somebody you can talk to. Just sit down and talk. A relationship is not all about sex. No. It's a good thing, but it's not all about sex. Because sex is a physical thing thing first it's an emotional and physical and so if that clouds your relationship it's not right Mm -hmm. because when you look at a relationship it's hard for you at your age at 25 mckenna at 23 24 to look at the long term and if you are interested in this person the best advice i can give any young person today is try to imagine 25 years from now, 30 years, 40, 45, 50, together with that person and the families you create and the children you create and the atmosphere you want to live in. It's hard to think about it decades from now. Yeah. The best advice is to listen to your gut, McKellen, if you question it more than three times. Turn around. Walk away. Bye-bye. A leopard doesn't change its spot. Mm-hmm. They are who they are. We are who we are. And fortunately, in today's world, there's enough out there to look at the social media. Be very careful with that. The, the literature, <clears throat> the accessibility on the internet to Google, just about anything you want about personalities, the way people are, the way people think, what they do, how they act and react. And you put all that into your little diary and you make it you. And then the two of you make it together. So she likes the guy, mm-hmm. he likes her, meet for coffee with the family. Once you bring it into the home a little harder the first time to meet the family should be in a public place if that's at all possible today if yeah yeah i mean you know restrictions so um you have to plan ahead but i think she should take him home to meet her family or have them and then don't ask their opinion but if she does be prepared for the answer. Yes. If she doesn't ask what they think, they're not going to tell her. Some, Well, some families will. Some you know, families will tell know. you whether you want them to or not. Whether you want them to or not. You know, he's a jerk. Don't bother. You know, whatever. You have to figure that. But if she really wants to know and she, and she does have a good relationship with her family, I think that she should invite him home for a very casual thing. Have a little discussion. And then, so, what did you think? But be prepared for the, for the answer. When you ask the question, you be prepared for the answer. You have a tendency to, everyone has a tendency to not want to hear the negative. So if you brought home a bozo, I probably wouldn't say anything Okay. until you asked me. No, I know I wouldn't say it until you No, I know that. You know that. You yes, know it.
0: I know. It has happened in the past.
1: I mean, we're not going to respond until you ask, but when you ask, oh my God, you heard what we felt, mm-hmm. but what we feel is not with you. And if I bombarded you with all the negative to begin with, bum, 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 you would have gone more into the relationship and McKenna would have gone more into a relationship. I'm not talking about you personally. I'm talking about the question. You have a tendency to go forward. If somebody is pounding you on a relationship, because you say, that's my opinion. You can't tell me what to do. I'm a grown person. Let me tell you something, kiddo. I can tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're a grown person, but I don't tell you. Because I didn't ask. She didn't mean-
0: you did touch on this a little uh, bit earlier. Um, and this is one of her questions as well um, about trusting your gut. And if you don't trust and you question it three times, bye-bye. Um, but what do you feel are some red flags to look out for at the start of a relationship with someone? Rudeness. They're actually verbally rude. to you, Not only to you, but to like no. servers
1: and things yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You see, McKenna sees the person uh, interacting with individuals, whether it's staff or or uh, just Casual acquaintances, and they're rude. Mm-hmm. That's not the flag. Inconsiderate. Um, not courteous. And the biggest red flag is disrespectful. They mm-hmm. really don't care. It's a personality trait that just stands out. Yeah. And, and kind of makes me want to just push back. Mm-hmm. Typically people that are just rude and disrespectful, I, I choose who I want to be with. Always have lots of friends. Don't choose to be with all of them. Mm-hmm. like them for who they are because they're my friends, but they have certain uh, ways of verbally saying things that I find offensive. Disrespect is key. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say three in baseball, it's one, two, three strikes you out. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to the first swing and the second swing and you keep trying. No, no, there's no four. Uh-uh. No four number comes into the picture in any sport, in any activity. It's not the fourth time. It's the third time. Mess with me three, done, finished, out to put. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. DX. That's all. <laughs>
0: Well, I have a couple of questions from um, an interesting source. So today, before our episode, I got my nails done. What do you oh, think?
1: Oh, Look at that! Very yeah. nice.
0: They're, I'm I'm praying for fall. I want it to be cold sweater weather. So I'm putting fall colors on my my nails.
1: You'll have to wait a couple of weeks.
0: Oh no! Well, everything in New York right now is 60 degrees, and I'm just like we are in 80, 90 degree weather here. But a girl can dream. <laughs> But I was telling my uh, nail stylist, he um, is probably in his late 20s, early 30s, and his name is Ty. And I was telling him about what you and I do. And he had a couple questions, Um, two questions actually that I found really interesting. Um, So he just uh, broke up with a girlfriend of two and a half years. They lived together. She got the dog. Um, So now he's back on the market. He's on the dating apps and all of that stuff. And um, he wanted your advice on what to do. Do you know what ghosting
1: is, Mima? Isn't that when you post something that's not really true? No. That's catfishing. Okay. No, what's ghosting?
0: Ghosting is when you're talking to someone or like if I was talking to a guy and we're really hitting it off and then all of a sudden he just doesn't text me back anymore. Or... Okay. We That's make plans. Cool. He doesn't show up, and I never hear from him again. And so mm-hmm. it's called ghosting, and it's a huge thing that happens with our generation. And I don't really understand why. Um, it but- means it means a one nighter, and you never
1: hear from him again.
0: But not even sex. Sometimes you'll be texting with this person for like a month and then they just never text you back or you go on a date with them and you have a great time. You don't maybe a smooch at the end of the night, but you don't have sex with them and they never text you back. Like they just all of a sudden disappear.
1: Disappear. Okay. All right. So
0: Mm -hmm. So it's ghosting. So he said he's been out on a few dates and the girls just ghost him. And he wanted your advice on what to do, um, like how to personally get over and move forward after getting ghosted so many times.
1: I can answer that very quickly. Okay. We know nothing about the ocean because the ocean has gajillions of fish. Yeah. And until you continue to put your pole in the water and try to catch a fish, You'll never know what you're gonna get. No is not gonna happen to this young man. Keep trying, keep fishing, and one of these days, you will catch a fish. Being in sales all of my life and trying to sell some, I had a limit, and it always happened positively for me. I'd make a sales presentation, and the customer would say no so i'd put a penny in my right pocket it's a no the next presentation a no boom it, i never got to 20 pennies by the oh. i don't know why by the 20th time that's a lot of presentations that's a lot did of pennies rejected what did i do wrong did i present it incorrectly was it me Did I not say the right thing? Did they not like me? Did they not trust me? Did they not feel comfortable with me? It's the same thing in a relationship. You keep putting the penny in your pocket, and by the time you get to 20, you're going to be able to get a yes.
0: I like that. Yeah. I like the penny metaphor. I've never known that.
1: Yeah, because, you know, you can get it's very discouraging to hear no. Yes. It's very discouraging to get ghosted. I like Casper, but you know, this, I don't know, technology and social media and all of this. And you, you take it to heart and it makes you feel bad. It's baloney. It's garbage. Just, you know, it wasn't right. If she's going to ghost you, it's not right. And it's mm-hmm. not that you're bad. You had a relationship with somebody for two and a half years. That's a, that means you were a good person, but it means that the two of you didn't work out well. So that's okay. Move on. Get over it. Get on with it. Get (laughs) on. I mean, don't, don't wallow in it. Move on. There's more fish in that sea. You tell them, Mima. You got it. I'm not (laughs) going to settle for that. You don't like me after two and a half years? Fine. Better than five and a half years. True. Really? You don't like me for three years? Fine. Now I see. Oh. And as you look back on that two and a half years time, you're going to see that there were certain signs that you should have seen before. Yeah. We all have that, That you know, nobody wants to be rejected. No. Oh, uh-huh. That's miserable. How could you possibly reject me? I'm perfect. What, Papa? I pray for rejection. You pray for rejection? <laughs> In this, well, I have to clarify that in this pandemic, since we're not able to hug anybody, he's the only one I can hug. So he says, "Stop already." So every time I have to hug somebody, like I want to hug you, we'll get off this. I'll go hug him. So he prays for rejection.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Papa, he secretly loves it. (laughs) I can't. Okay. I like it.
1: Yeah.
0: He also had asked, and I don't know if you know this terminology, DTR, which okay. is define the relationship.
1: What yeah. Is so, the- what is it?
0: No, it's, um, I I guess it's just like a phrase, like we DTR the other night. So you're seeing someone, you don't know if you're seeing other people, um, you don't know if you are going to be exclusive boyfriend, girlfriend. So you DTR, you define the relationship and it's like a conversation of, Hey, I don't want to see anyone else anymore. I just want to see you. Um, let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. Like you take that next step. You have that conversation and you define what you guys are.
1: What's the question?
0: So when do you know that it's the right time in a relationship to
1: DTR? <laughs> this is crazy. You mean to tell me that what you're saying is you have a texting relationship?:
0: No, 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 just like a conversation like we're dating, like you take me out to dates to the movies and dinner yeah. and stuff like that, and, and then I say
1: to you do we need to DTR?
0: Not, no, You don't say necessarily, you tell your girlfriends like, oh, we DTR'd. But to him, you're like, so what are we? Or the guy's like, hey, uh, I just want to let you know, like, we're not, I'm not seeing anybody else. Like, I just want to oh. see you. But like, it, the whole conversation is listed as defining the relationship.
1: Okay. Well, I thought this was something that you were saying you're going to put on social media. I'm no. not a DTR with Joe Bluff. No. <laughs> no. All right. So. When do you know it's a DTR?
0: Yeah. When do you know it's the right moment to say, hey, I don't want to see anyone else. I just want to see you.
1: When you have the conversation with the person you want to have a relationship with. I mean, is there a special time? No, it's going to come up. I mean, if you're talking to each other and you have a vocal relationship, then those kinds of things are going to come up. When? I don't know. I don't have a DTR. Let me write that one down. <laughs> Papa, do we have a DTR? Did define you and Papa the, all DTR? I, it just, it's crazy to find the relationship. That you have to have an acronym for, for a relationship, DTR, to find the relationship. So I have to tell my friends that I have a DTR. And I have well, to tell them that I'm in DTR. And don't, t- don't talk to me because I'm, I have a DTR.
0: I don't know if you fully understand. (laughs) It's just the conversation. You're not in DTR. You have a DTR conversation. You define what you are.
1: I'm not in a DTR. (laughs) I I mean, okay. Mm -hmm. This is the generation generation difference here um, I like you. Hmm. I like you a lot. Do you like me? Yes. As much as I like you. Oh, okay. So what does that mean? So that's a DTR. That's a DTR. So it's okay to ask a question. And Papa always says, and it's true. When you ask a question, you wait for the answer. Don't answer a question with a question hmm. so robert burns do you like me he said yes yeah. he said do you like me oh yeah mm-hmm. then let's go for it so one of the two of you says let's go for it. Is that okay yeah. and when you ask the question you wait until you get an answer yes don't answer a question with a question So I think we got it. But DTR is just a bum fuzzle me. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. We have a question from Melissa. um, And she's probably in her mid-40s as well. And um, I talked to her a little bit about your background and who you are and how you started modeling and then went into the makeup. And um, she asked a question about, especially during your time period, I feel like modeling was changing, how bodies are supposed to be perceived. And even now... Very slowly, our industry is changing yet again on what normalized a normal body, whatever that means. But you as a model under constant scrutiny about your body, how did you handle um, body image and also just like rejection and people telling you your body doesn't look a certain way that's acceptable or attractive? How do you like not let that break you down?
1: You know, Melissa asks a really interesting question, and and she's 40, Mm -hmm. and as you age, your body tends to change, Yep. and you have to be more careful about what you eat as you tend to get older if you want to have a slim-trim body, but your body is determined by your physical structure. Some people have small bones, some have medium-sized bones, some have a larger frame. And therefore, they're not going to be skin and bones. In my day, when I modeled, I'm six feet tall Mm -hmm. and I weighed 115 pounds. In my day, the top model was Twiggy.
0: Yeah, she
1: was this big. Less than this big. I know, my pinky's probably too big. Teeny, tiny, itsy-bitsy. I mean, just not tiny, not small. She was tall, but she didn't do anything. So. I was tall. I have a very small body frame. My hands and feet are very small. Your mom and I wear the same ring size. I have a very really small bone structure. So, being taller, you can carry more weight than someone that's shorter because it shows more. When I modeled, it was skin and bones. It didn't matter what I put on, it just fell. There was no fitted, there was nothing tight, there was no nipple showing, there was nothing, no waist showing, none of that. There was none of that in the 60s. It just wasn't there, it wasn't. As the years have progressed, the, it has become more promiscuous in what you wear and the body image has changed. And that's great because it doesn't mean <clears throat> you have to be real skinny to be a model. The body images have changed. As long as you are comfortable in your own skin, it doesn't really matter. I don't give a flying flip. I was careful. I was careful. No, no. No, no. Not during the pod. No. <laughs> but it's disturbing when, as you go from 20 to 30, your body is going to change a little bit. Gravity takes hold, the 40s. And this, Melissa's in her 40s. Mm-hmm. And it could be that there's some weight issues that you're concerned about, and it's it's it bothers you, so mm-hmm. you can't look at yourself and be disappointed because that's who you are and if you have trouble losing weight, that's going to happen no matter what it's your body frame, your body structure you've been on diets you Try this diet and that still doesn't work. It's an imbalance in your system. The hardest part of all is to accept our bodies for who we are, and it's very difficult. That's one of the hardest things women have to overcome:
0: mm-hmm.
1: is believing in yourself, your physical self. I don't look like the models anymore. You have legs
0: it. for days, though, Mima. Well, you yeah, well, and Yeah, you're six feet tall. My legs are three feet long. Oh, sorry, I had a phone call. Yes, Uh, you have six feet long legs.
1: Yeah, and I, they're proportion. I do have long, but I have small bones, and so. But I'm not the per. I'm not the statue I was before. There, no. In in Yiddish, it's called schmaltz. It's meat. It's the it's the fat on your bones. Schmaltz is fat. You know. Hey, at my age. I don't give a fly and flip. I don't care anymore. It doesn't matter. I am who I am. I accept who I am, but I've always accepted who I am. Mm-hmm. And this is the way it is. My stomach doesn't stick it, stay in like it used to. It's not flat. I can't wear a bikini anymore. Yeah. I wore a bikini the year after Jeff was born, 46 years ago. I, but it's 46 years later. Right. I'm not going to wear a bikini. I don't even want to put on a swimming suit because I don't want to get in the pool, because I don't like the sunshine, but whatever, you know, everybody's got their shtick, shtick is your stuff, everybody's got their stuff, but the, the, the best advice I can give Melissa is to believe in yourself and who you are, and not go in schlumped, but stand up straight, push those whatever you got up front out, <laughs> hold your shoulders back, hold your head up, and walk into a room and make it happen.
0: I love that. All right. We have one last question. Okay. And then that'll be the end of our episode today. Um, this one is a little bit different. And you kind of touched on it earlier about um, a relationship and sex are very different. Um, but we have a friend who would like to remain anonymous. And yes. uh, she is currently in a very physical relationship. But it's caught-
1: good for her Enjoy.
0: she has caught feelings for this person and she doesn't know and would love Mima's advice on if you have established that you are strictly just hooking up with this person, but then eventually you catch feelings, how do you recommend she goes about, does she tell him and risk losing this friend or... um, How how should she process? How should she handle this situation? Because she would like to turn this into a relationship.
1: Okay. It's nice to have a friend with benefits. Mm -hmm. I think that's the current description, friend with benefits. The benefits are nice and they're enjoyable, but they're physical. Mm -hmm. Sex is great. Good sex, bad sex. I don't care what kind of sex. Sex is sex. It's great. It's great. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But just simply... Use your words and ask the question. You can have sex with anybody you want. It's true. It's true. So it's a wonderful relationship that she doesn't want to lose because she's really having a really wonderful emotional good time. Yep. And it feels good. And what feels good is hard to leave, very hard to leave. Yeah. But she's got to be honest with herself and ask the question. You know, I love what we do, and I love when we're together. What does it mean to you other than sex?
0: That's a nice way of phrasing it. Yeah, what does it
1: mean to you other than sex?
0: And then what happens if they say nothing, and they, they think this is just physical, and they don't see them in a romantic capacity? What do you
1: recommend for her? You mean if if, if he does say it's just sex? Mm-hmm. So in actuality, what you're saying to me, repeat it. What you're saying to me is, we are together because of the sex. And that's all you see. And if that's the answer, then she must make the decision. I'll just meet you for sex. And I've got to get it in my head that there Mm -hmm. is no relationship. If he feels absolutely nothing for her personally, emotionally, for the future, touchy-feely is a good thing. But there's more to relationship than touchy-feely. Yep. Believe
0: me, mm-hmm. the Mima has spoken.
1: I have spoken. That's all.
0: <laughs> I thought of you watching The Mandalorian, that uh, he kept saying that, and I was like, This is Mima. This is Mima. I have spoken. <laughs> well, Mima, before we leave, everybody, your loyal followers, do you have any advice to give them this week?
1: Well, It's very important today and every day to cut a piece of apple, dip it in some honey, and have a sweet day.
0: Some very Jewish advice right there. That's right.
1: Because this (laughs) is the first night of Rosh Hashanah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Be very thankful. That we use. Lashanah tovah. In the Jewish calendar, it's the beginning of the new year, where we start reading the Bible all over again from day one.
0: Yeah, or we start reading the Bible in general, but yeah.
1: Anytime you start reading the Bible, is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Mima. I love you. Thank you.
1: That's all. That's all she has spoken. That's all.